Okay, today we're gonna do. <coughs> today we're gonna do daf. Yudal from the The middle speaking about when is the time to check comments. So we had a machlek that after the time of comments, after the time of beer, when you have to burn the comments, which is bechatzei starts, um, then you cannot check your house for comments anymore. As opposed to Rabbanon, Rabbanon say even if you can't eat chametz anymore, you still have um, a chiv to check the house for chametz. So, and we said that the reason of Rabbi Yehuda was that because since chametz is already usher, we're scared that if you're going to go check your house now for chametz, and if Rabbanon are going to chive you to check your house for chametz, you're going to find chametz and, you, and, you, and you're going to want to eat it. And therefore, Rabbi Yehuda said you can't check your house for chametz anymore. Says the we're going to start today at the, bot- the bottom of that yud on the base, all the way at the bottom. The chi omi gaza, the second, second last line from the Amit, the last three words. Says the Gemara omi gaza, Yehuda. Dim asl mechmenei. Is it true that Yehuda doesn't? How can we say that Yehuda was gaza? That we're scared you're going to find chametz and eat chametz when it's aser. But now we have a Mishnah that says, and Mishnah Menachem that says, Mishikara va'emer yitzin umitzin shukei Yerushalayim sheim leim kamach v'kali. Says that you know there's a, a carbon called carbon aimer. Carbon aimer was a carbon that they brought, but the chiddush of carbon aimer was that it was matter all the new crop from that year. So you were asked to eat a um, new crop until the carbon aimer was brought. After you brought carbon aimer, it becomes mutter. And you have to wait. Um, you have to wait. Uh, after you brought carbon aimer, it's mutter. So it says in the Mishnah Menachis that when they brought the carbon aimer already, if you went outside in your in the marketplaces of Yerushalayim, you would find already wheat, which is ready, um, flour and wheat, which is ready to, to, to be eaten. So as machlekes, whether that's right, I mean, they had to prepare, cut the wheat and prepare the wheat and the time was usher. So straight away, it's like by, by, by Pesach. Yeah? So you can't prepare the chametz. You can only start preparing the food after Pesach starts. So the Mishnah says that that's the um, chametz. But Pesach by by Kamen Reimer, so as Machlech is Tanoi, whether they were able to prepare the food before the Isser, before the, the, the food is mutter ready, so it could be ready straight away, or are they not allowed to? So Chacham says, Tanakham says that it doesn't make sense that we should matter the shopkeepers to start preparing the wheat if it's um, if uh, if it's to us. And Rebbe says, no, that the shopkeepers of Shalim to start selling the wheat as soon as the carbon was brought, meaning they had to prepare the wheat already before, even though it was also to eat the wheat. From here we see the liquor goes to the last minutes. In fact, the Yehuda says you can start preparing the wheat in a time that's also already. We see that really isn't gazer that if there's a time which is also, we're not gazer that maybe you're going to come eat from the eat from the wheat. So, why regarding the comments do we say you can't check your for comments because maybe you're going to eat the comments? Around the week, you say, your brother says that you're able to start preparing the wheat, even though it's still us at the wheat. So we see your brother isn't gazer that when someone is is busy with something, he might come to eat what he's busy with. The Isra of Chadr, Isra of eating new wheat, is different than Chamts. Why? Since there's a hetter, since there's a hecker, there's a reckon, there's a the, it's it's recognized that when he cuts the wheat, he's only cut, he's cut, it's still usher, so he's gonna come 
to stop, he won't come to eat. What does that mean? It means that part of the Isra of Chadash, a lot of people nowadays are still makbid of Chadash, by the way. Part of the Isra of Chadash, he's a makbid because there's different reasons. But the Isra of Chadash is the rice of Chadash. You can't eat no wheat. <clears throat> but the yon, you can't eat no wheat. You can't cut no wheat. And you can't produce, uh, produce no wheat. The only hatter is, the only hatter to cut the wheat before it's muta to eat the wheat is if you cut it in an irregular way. The usual way you cut the wheat with a uh, sickle, I think it's called. And But Abanon said that if you cut the wheat with your hands, then you would just pick off wheat, wheat seeds, which was very common food in those days. You just pick off wheat seed, and it's muta. So that's what we're saying. Rabba was saying, when these people cut the wheat, these shopkeepers cut the wheat so the wheat should be ready. You should have fresh flour ready when they when you're able to have the new wheat. They didn't cut the wheat with a sickle. They cut the wheat with their hand because it's so usher. It's still this man isure. It's still usher to cut the wheat. So the way they cut the wheat was with 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 their hands. So if you're cutting your wheat with your hands, there's a clear recognition that it's still usher to eat wheat. And therefore, since there's a clear recognition it's still usher to eat wheat, you're not going to come to eat it. As opposed to chametz, there's nothing reminding you now that chametz is usher. And therefore, if you find chametz in your house, then you're going to come to eat it. Amr Abaye said, Teinach b'shas aktifa. Okay, so you answered me. You said there's a hacker when they cut the wheat, they're going to recognize that it's that it's uh, that it's still asati wheat because they're cutting it in an irregular way. Or when it comes to grinding grinding the wheat, when it comes to grinding the wheat, oh, there's no hacker that when they're you know, grinding the wheat that it's uh, that it's asati because you grind it in the regular way. So what's reminding them when they're grinding the wheat not to eat, not to wait and not to eat the chametz and not to by mistake eat some wheat it's uh, some flour wheat. Says the Gemara, it's not a question because why? Because the Gemara answers that it's not true. We thought that when they, these shopkeepers grinded the wheat, they grinded it in a regular way. The Gemara says no. Even grinding, they have to do it in a special way. Meaning they have to use a hand grinder as opposed to a wind, uh, how do you call it, the, the wheel, the, the, the windmill. Meaning before the time of Issa starts, you cannot use a windmill. You can only use your hands. So if someone is only using his hand, so it's going to remind him that the reason why he's using his hand is because it's still awesome to eat um, wheat. And so to buy kada, so to when it comes to sifting the wheat, they have to sift it in a special way. Um, not the regular way they sifted the wheat to remind them that it was us. Okay, so we answer the contradiction <coughs> between the Mishnah Monacha that says you could deal with wheat when you're able to start working on wheat, even though the wheat is us. And we really says, really agrees with that. And we're not good, you're going to eat the wheat. And Amishnah Mishachim that says that says you can't check the chametz after the chametz is us because you're going to eat it. It's a contradiction. And my answer that's not a contradiction because the Gabi, when it comes to the wheat uh, story, wheat Mishnah. So this, this, this always things reminding you the way you're acting, you're dealing with the wheat. Sorry when it comes to the cutting the wheat, you have to cut it in a special way. Sorry when it comes to grinding the wheat, you have to grind it in a special way. Sorry when it comes to sifting the wheat, you have to come in a special way. So all these things are reminding you that's awesome. Shanking chametz, it does nothing to remind you that's awesome. And therefore, you are going to come to eat it. Says Abaye, I'm going to ask from a different mission, a different contradiction. Says there's a certain type of field called Beis HaShlachin. Um, Beis HaShlachin is a field that has to be, uh, that has to be watered um, by hand. I mean, you, it's, it, it needs much more water than rainwater, and therefore you have to water it by hand. 
So the Mishnah says, Menach is Kaitzim Beisashlachin. When it comes to a field called Beisashlachin, a field that needs a lot of water, you're able to cut the wheat. And so too, um, wheat inside the uh, wheat that's growing inside a valley. Oh, you're able to cut the wheat. And Mishnah says you're able to cut the wheat in a regular way. You don't. Before we said that if you're cutting in a regular field, you have to cut. You have to take off wheat with your hands. But the Mishnah says in is that if you're if you're dealing with a field that needs a lot of water and a field that in the valley, you're able to cut the wheat in a regular way. Um, and the reason for that is because the 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 wheat in these types of fields are isn't the the, the, the it's, it's not a field the wheat in these types of fields is not a uh, it's not a good wheat so people don't usually buy it so therefore we won't go there for cutting the wheat but in this type of field if you, if you cut the wheat you cut it regularly you're able to cut the wheat but you even though it's also still but you can't pile the wheat you can't make it into into, into bundles and we said the mishnah the abnachas over there says mishnah goes to Mike and Amema, what can you hack your answer to this? Before we said that the reason why the Buddha was matter to cut the wheat before the time of the Isser, before the time of the Isser is uh, before it's mutter, because it's, there's always, you're cutting the wheat in a special way. So it's reminding you that to us. What about this type of field that you're not cutting the wheat in a special way? And we're the stosa that it's mutter. So how do we deal with that? There's nothing reminding you when you're cutting the wheat in these fields, there's nothing reminding you that the wheat's not us. Because you don't have to cut it in a regular way. You don't have to cut it in a in a not regular way. You could cut you could cut it regular way. And Rilda Stoll said it's mutter. If the reason for Rilda was that we're not going to eat it because we, because this thing remind you that's usher. So when it comes to feel that's not reminding you that's usher, you behold the chef said that's usher. El Amra Bayes Abay answers Chadash Baldmine. No, we're going back on the answer. We said before that the difference between chametz and wheat was that by wheat there's things that remind you that's usher. Mashiach and Chametz nothing remind you that it's us. Abayi said that's not a good answer. We just saw that in the fact that even there's nothing remind you that it's us, it's still not. Abayi says, Chadash Badi Minei, Chametz Badi Minei. The answer, the answer, the contradiction is in a, explaining the difference between Chametz and Chadash. The Isra of Chadash is a, is the Isra that everyone knows that's us. And um, <clears throat> since the whole year you don't eat from it because you have to wait until uh, you have to wait until the carbon amen. So everyone knows that's us, and you you don't uh, you end up. You, 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 uh, people are regular not to eat wheat. They know that's us. They, we, no one eats wheat. Then. When it comes to chametz, chametz, you're eating wheat for most of the, you're eating chametz for most of, most of the year. You're eating chametz for um, 365 days minus, uh, minus eight days a year. So the whole year you're eating chametz. So when it comes to chametz, you're so regular to eat the chametz that you don't, uh, you're not, uh, if, if you're going to see chametz, you're going to naturally come to eat it. Become a mishak when it comes to wheat. Comes to eat, everyone knows that's us already, so you won't come to eat the wheat. So there's no contradiction. Amar Rav says, Rav, Rav asked the question. Okay, so we asked the contradiction between the Behuda and the Behuda. We just said that Mishnah Menacha says that, um, that the Mishnah Menacha says, says you're able to deal with wheat, you're able to grind wheat and, and deal with wheat, even though wheat's usher. So that's, we see that the Behuda is not good, you're going to eat the wheat. And in our Mishnah, Imtachim says the Behuda says you can't check for Chavitz because we're scared that you're going to eat the Chavitz. So we see that's a contradiction. We see that Behuda says that once something is us, we're scared you're going to eat it. So we answer that contradiction. Chavitz is different than Chavitz. Chavitz people are used to not eating from. Chavitz are people aren't used to. But says Abai, says Rabbi, okay, so you answer the question on the Behuda and the Behuda. But the Rabban, the Rabban, like Asher, you have a question on the Rabban in itself. Because Rabbanon, in Megabe Chadash says that what? 
which is the opposite of Yud. says, you can't deal with the wheat, they argue with it. You can't deal with the wheat in time when it's us. When it comes to Chametz, you could deal with Chametz. You could look for Chametz time and So how do you deal with that? So the contradiction of Chametz is different than Chadash. Answer the Yudah, but it can't answer the contradiction to Rabbanu. So Rabbanu by, by say complete opposite. Rabbanu say by Chadash, when it comes to new wheat, it's us to deal with it. And when it comes to Chametz, they say it's Mokr. And we can't answer that Chadash people you usually know that's us and and uh, and and don't know it's because I Chadash Rabbanu say complete faket. Rabbanu said that's us. And by 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 Chametz, he said it's Mutter. So Rabbi answers the nuance. The contradiction between the Behuda and the is not a contradiction. The answer before that, Agabi Chadash, everyone knows that's us. So Rabbanu, when guys are going to come to eat the steps, you can still deal with it. And Chametz, people don't aren't regular. That's us. So Rabbi Yehuda was extra machmer and said you can't deal with Chametz. That's not a contradiction. How do you answer the contradiction of Rabbanu and Rabbanu? Rabbanu and the theory of the contradiction between Rabbanu and Rabbanu is also not a contradiction. You can answer, it's not a contradiction. Why? Because, very simple. Who, by Chamed, who actually makes all of a surfing? Rabbanu tells him like this. Regarding wheat, he's making wheat, he's preparing wheat for the new season. Right? He's preparing wheat for the new season. What's the, what's in his brain? When in his mind, is that there's a new season coming, which is multi wheat. And therefore, he's preparing wheat for the new season. So for sure, he might come to eat the wheat because he's so his mindset is 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 that there's a new season coming, which is mutter, and therefore he might come to eat it. But Hamid, his mindset is completely opposite. But Hamid, what's his mindset? Why is he looking? At, why is he looking for Hamid? Because Hamid says he knows that as soon as he can find Hamid, why is he checking his house for Hamid to burn it? So you're telling me that someone's going to check his house for Hamid to burn it, and then when he finds Hamid, he's going to come to eat it. Doesn't make sense. Obviously, it makes sense because Rebbe says it's chayish for such a thing. But a voluntary is no contradiction between the by, uh, between Chadash and Chametz. By Chadash, he's preparing wheat for the new season, so he might come to eat it. By Chametz, he's not trying to prepare Chametz for the new season. By Chametz, he's trying to get rid of the Chametz. So he's running. He's right now. He's running around his whole house. Every single second, he's running around his house. It's recognizable that he's running, running around his house to get rid of the Chametz. And telling him when he finds Chametz, he's going to come eat it for sure. Not. And therefore, Rabbanon said that even after the time of Isra comes, you can still check for your Chametz. Uh, we mentioned yesterday already that the Rabbanon, when it comes to on Pesach, everyone agrees you can't check your house for Chametz on Pesach. You never check the house. Uh, you never check the house after Pesach. You can't check your house for Chametz on Pesach. You have a big problem. But um, we're now after Pesach. Air Pesach is not an Isra curse yet, so it's a different dinner. But Rabbanon said that even after the Isra Chametz starts in Air Pesach, you still have to check your house. There's no contradiction between Chametz and um, Chadash. Regarding the two missions, because by because Rabbanu will answer you, Rabbi Huda will answer you that the Gabi Chametz, the Gabi people are are used to eating Chametz all year, so no one's gonna people are gonna forget much easier. regarding Chadash is anyway also for half a year, so that one extra day doesn't make such a big difference, and people know that's us already. And Rabbanu will answer you no. By Chadash is gonna be it's gonna become mutter, and therefore you might make a mistake in it. By Pesach, everyone knows that you're checking your house for Chametz, so Pesach we're going to get rid of it, so therefore no one's gonna come to eat. That is one way to answer the contradiction. Abashi Amar Abashi says, the, the contradiction we asked between Rabbi Huda and Rabbi is not a question. Why? Because Kamach, Vukali, not what is in the Mishnah, says in the Mishnah that they're able, what are, the, what, are, what are they able to prepare for the new season? They're able to prepare Kamach, flour, and Kali. Kali is like roasted, uh, roasted, uh, uh, cooked, uh, baked, uh, roasted uh, wheat seeds, 
roast the flat, roast the wheat seed. So the Mishnah says that you're only able to prepare. The Mishnah mentioned one of the things you're able to prepare for the new season: kamach, we call it flour and um, flour and um, um, uh, flour and roasted seeds. So Ravashi says flour is not edible, and roasted seeds is also totally ready and not edible. So therefore, regarding when it comes to chadash, the enemy not edible already. So no one's going to come to eat them. Shekin Pesach is edible. Says the Gemara, how does that make sense what Ravashi just said? It's like a joke. Oh, okay, so when they come, it's when, after it becomes flour and before it becomes roasted, ro- completely roasted, it's not edible yet. But the seeds by themselves, plain seeds, before the, before you made them flour, there's a whole process of making flour. First, the cut the cut the flour, cut the thing, then you have to sift it, and then you have to take the seeds off the peels. Uh, wheat seeds were a very common thing to eat in those days. When it's still soft, it's still it's it's fine, it's fine to eat. So for sure you're going to come to eat. What, what, what's the Rashi saying? Because you're not going to come to eat because it it's not edible. Because there's a stage in the process that's that's for sure edible. And if you're going to tell me and if you're going to tell me that since you cut. The field, since you cut the wheat, the with your hands, it's going to remind you, it's going to remind you that it's still us, and you're, you're, you're not going to come to eat the, eat the seeds. You can't tell me that either, because we just brought a case before that there are some case, cases that you don't have to cut the field with your hands. You can cut it with a, with a sickle. Why? For example, cases like when it comes to wheat growing inside a valley and wheat growing inside a, a field that needs a lot of water, that we, we said you don't even have to cut it with a stick. So there's nothing reminding you that the wheat is awesome. I can tell me it's not edible. It is edible. Is it? Obviously, when it comes to flour, it's not edible. But before it comes to flour, the, wheat, the seeds are still edible. That which Ravashi said is a joke. Vidusi is like, it's a way the Gemara is basically throwing away an answer and saying it doesn't make any sense. Um, and obviously, more than everything in Torah is, uh, is exact. And Rebbe has Rebbe said a lot of times that even when the Gemara says Budusi, it doesn't mean that we're making fun. Does it? It's not true. The, the Gemara is saying that Apitayr, this thing is not true. So it's a different uh, angle. It's not that he wasn't. He didn't know what he's talking about. And he's it's, it's like a joke. The Pashtun Budusi is like a it's like a Budusi Budusi. But um, Rebbe said he bought it from his father a lot of times that um, even when Torah says that this is a joke. It's not, we're not saying it's a joke. Terry is saying it's a joke. So, Terry, think about like this. I'm asking further on the Every single place that aren't, every Rebuilda uh, was grazing on every, like Hamid, right? What did we answer before? We answered that Hamid's people are usually eating the whole year round. So, therefore, Rebuilda was grazing not to check Hamid when it's us. Is that true? Is, it, is that a fact? Every time people used to eating things, we this gazer that we shouldn't, we should stay away from them. But now we have a Mishnah, that's the Shabbos that says, I guess some of you, some, some of you learned already. It says, Those days, the person had to, right, they didn't have any light bulbs, so they had to have oil lamps. How do they have oil lamps? So there are two different ways of making it. Either you can make um, a cup full of oil and put a wick inside, or another way they used to do it was they used to have a wick. I mean, <clears throat> And um, um, of of uh, oil when oil runs out, you need more more oil to come in. So what would these do? Was they take an egg, just empty egg, some get the yolk out, 
is to fill the egg with oil, poke a hole inside the egg, and then the oil of the egg would drip into a light bulb, and that would sustain the 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 the, the oil lamp with oil for to, to consume for the fire. So the Mishnah Shabbos says, a person should not make a hole inside the egg, and fill it up with oil, and put it next to the candle so the oil should drip into the candle, so it should drip into the candle. A person should not do that. Why not? Maya says, because the Xera, maybe you're going to need some oil on Shabbos, and you're going to take oil from the egg and use the oil. The problem is that the oil you already designated for the egg the whole whole chair in itself. But if I take an egg on Shabbos, air of Shabbos, and I fill it up with oil, the oil I put in the egg is ready. It's as if the oil, since I my mind that that oil should be for the fire, it's as if that oil is part of the fire. And so if I'm going to take some of that oil away on Shabbos, I'm going to need oil, I'm going to, I'm going to take, let's say, a spoon of oil out of the egg, it's as if I'm over an Isra Mechab. It's as if I'm diminishing the candle. Why? Because when I designate, in my eyes, a candle is this egg, is this the candle? As if the egg is burning red. Even though the egg isn't burning, the egg is dripping into the candle. But if I take oil away from the candle, it's as if I'm taking oil away from a lit candle. And if I take oil away from a lit candle, I'm diminishing the time span that the candle is supposed to um, light by however much oil I took out. And that's Isra Mechab. Mechab doesn't only mean putting out a candle. Mechab also means diminishing the light, the, the light span of a candle. So in this case, I'm diminishing the light span of a candle. And therefore, I'm even Mechab. This is a huge uh, discussion. It's also, I'm not going to get into this now. But the Nukuda we're trying to bring out of here, the Chacham and say that a person is going to take a little from this egg. I feel like even if I do the same idea with the earthenware cup, I fill up an earthenware cup with oil. And earthenware is, is it's, it's uh, oil and, and, and clay don't go together. So it's going to wound the oil. So I'm anyway not going to come. Um, it's not such a big chance of me taking oil outside the earthenware cup and using it for food. But still, I said, keep away from it and don't do this. But on the other hand, Rebuhu says, using oil, um, using oil is a very regular thing. So why is it that why is it that a person is going to come and use the oil from the candle? We got the chametz. We answered before the builder says since you're eating chametz all year round, if you're going to see chametz, you're going to use it. You're going to eat it. Why, when it comes to oil, Shabbos, which you use oil the whole week round, suddenly now says we're not crazy that you're going to take the oil from the candle, which is the contradiction. Speaking about the builder's view on how to treat isurim. Are we cheshesh that since something isn't the goal is very extreme? He says that since you since the whole year round you're used to you doing something, so you have a chiv now to keep away from that thing when it's asit. So the chayyush have a chiv now to keep away from this oil when it's if there's a chash that it's going to be asit to use the oil. Over there it's different. The says the gemara says that it's a shabbos. It's a shabbos. Everyone knows that it's a shabbos is asir, and shabbos is only once a week. It's uh, it's very common. Everyone knows Shabbat is us. So since Shabbat, everyone knows Shabbat is us, so people are very careful. And therefore, if you're going to take some of the candle and use it for your food. Says the Gemara, oh yeah, Shabbat is careful. So the is not going to bring a whole cases that we see your behold himself treats Shabbat as a regular Isser and that people are not careful on Shabbat. Rabbi, the Shabbat is a Shabbat. I can ask you a question from the Behudah in Shabbat itself. And then we ask the question from Psachim, from Dikas Chamas to Shabbat. 
Now we're going to ask a question. So we answered that Shabbos is different than Pesach. Shabbos is Shabbos, which everyone's used to. So everyone knows you can't use the oil from the candle Shabbos. And Pesach, not everyone's used to. So therefore, it's once a year, and therefore people might come to Yechav. Oh, yes. So if that answer is true, so now we're going to have to answer a whole bunch of different contradictions in Shabbos itself, where we see in one place of Yehud is Machmeh, and one place we see Yehud is Mekah. Setting one of Ramish, the Shabbos, the Shabbos, I can ask you a question from Shabbos itself, the Tanya of learning, and the Bryce, uh, it says like this. Is this of Kershaw and Shabbos? The person cannot tie a knot, a knot, or untie a knot, which is a knot shall kayama. Yeah, which is if he knows that if, if he's going to tie this knot now, it's going to be there forever. Forever is a relative, it has to mean forever, forever. It means it's going to be there for a long space of time. It's also for him to touch the tie the knot on Shabbos. So the Bible says, gli if you have a, a, a rope of a dli, if you have a rope of a, a drug by a well, if you have a well, you have to lower the drug into the well. What if the string that's tying the drug, that's tied to the drug, so it's also for you to touch, to tie the knot back on Shabbos. You can't tie the knot back. Why? Because since um, the string for a well, the, I mean, the string tying the drug, to uh, is a permanent thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm tying the strings. It should be there for a long time. So any knot I'm going to make in this, uh, any knot I'm going to make in this, uh, on this drug is going to be a katshakriyam. So if the string snaps, it cannot be tied on shams because that's it's, it's called a permanent knot. What should you do? make a bow. A bow. A bow doesn't count as a knot according to Tanakama. Since a bow doesn't count as a knot, then. Um, even though it's going to be for a long space of time, but you're not making a knot, because since you're not making a knot, then it's more. That's an Akam's opinion. If you the email, this is what's in the get us. If you the email, the says, You can't make a knot in Shabbos. What should you do? You should tie, I don't know, stick, stick both things together and somehow tie, uh, uh, wrap something around, get some uh, uh, tape, I don't know, actually, um, get, get another string basically to wrap around. You can't make any knots, but you could tighten the, the string. Um, so some other it could be together. We've actually had that to make sure not to make any bows. What do we see from here? The Behuda says it's us to make a bow on Shabbos. Why is it us to make a bow on Shabbos? says no problem making a bow on Shabbos. The says it's more to make a bow on Shabbos. Kash and the Behuda, we have a steel between the Behuda and the Behuda. Why? Because the, at least according to have I mean, the Gemara thought that the reason why it's, make, it's us to make a bow on Shabbos is because we're scared that you might make a knot. So from here we see that Rebuilder's opinion is that if we're scared that you might do something, it's also to do it. Therefore, it's also to make a bow because we're scared you might make a knot, which is, is contradictory to opinion regarding the case of the egg and the oil. Why? When it comes to a knot, Rebuilder says you can't make a bow because you might make a knot. But when it comes to oil, Rebuilder says you, you can fill up the oil, no problem. And we're not scared that you're going to take oil away. Why, why is it sign not cheshish? And so too, Kasha, the Abon and Abon, we have the question all the way around on Abon's opinion. Why? Because Abon say that when it comes to the when it comes to the when it comes to the, the, the case of the oil and the egg, when you're filling up the oil in the egg, you Abon say it's fine, it's awesome because we're scared you're gonna take oil from the egg. So we see Abon Ar that a person might do something that he's not supposed to do. And when it comes to the case of the knot and the knot the knot and the and the uh, making a bow in Shabbos, Abon say make there's no problem making a bow. And we're not scared that you can make a knot. So if, in other words, on Shabbos, it's either it's 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 either yes or no. Either you're cheshish that people are, you're just scared people are going to do stuff. Either you're not cheshish that people are scared to do things. And you can't contradict each other unless you're going to answer, which we're going to answer right now, the difference between each specific case. Then we thought it's more of a general idea. 
that are you cheshish for people to do things or you're not cheshish. Now we're going to answer each case separately. There's no contradiction between Rabban and Rabban. There's no contradiction between the case of oil, which is here, Rabban and people are going to take oil, and the case of tying a knot, which is scared, which, which we're not scared that if you make a bow, you're going to come to make a knot. Why is there no contradiction? Because Shaman, Bashaman, Machif. The oil, meaning oil, is one thing. Yeah, the subject of oil is one liquid, and therefore the oil you use during the whole year, the whole week, is the same oil that you put inside the candle. So there's a big trash that the oil that you use during that since in your mind, what is oil? You, you're so used to using oil, so you don't differentiate between the oil inside the inside the inside the the the, the egg and the oil you, you use for your frying pan. It's the same oil. It's a different place. So therefore, there's a trash that you might just jump into the oil, take a spoon, take some oil, and use it because in your mind, oil is the same concept. I, I, I don't look at where the oil is. I look at, I look at oil. I'm used to using oil. I, I see oil. I take oil. I, I, I don't pay attention to where it is. But when it comes to tying a bow on Shabbos, a knot. So I'm not cheshit. I'm through making a bow. I'm going to make a knot. Because a bow is a different type of thing, idea than a knot. And therefore, I want to say, when it comes to the oil, it's the same item of oil. So therefore, that you might use, instead of using the oil, from a different place, you use, you use the oil from the from your candle, which is awesome, because it's the same item of oil. When it comes to tying a bow, Rabbanon don't say that you're going to tie, since you made a bow, you might come to tie a knot, because a bow is a different concept than a knot. They have no connection to each other. So that's how we answer Rabbanon's theory. And the Rebbe Huda, the Rebbe Huda, and the question, and the Rebbe is not a question, because time is the Rebbe Huda, and the Gazer and Niva Atukshira. Yeah, we asked that the conjunction of Yehuda Lachera, when it comes to the oil, if Yehuda says it's mutter, when it comes to tying a bow, if Yehuda says it's asin. Why, why, why when it comes to oil, he says mutter, and when it comes to a bow, it's asin? Because the reason of Yehuda says about bow is asin is not because the Abishim, the Gaza, are Niva, Tukshina. He's not gazer that the reason why making a bow on Shabbos is asin because you might come to make a knot. The reason why he says to make a bow is asin because he holds that a bow itself is a knot. He's arguing the concept of what a knot is. According to Rabbanon, a knot is a, 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 a strong knot. A bow is a, is a different concept than a knot. Shane Buddha says not. Buddha says that a bow is a knot by itself. A bow itself is a knot. So how can you tell me, the, how can you tell me to, that you should make a bow to tie the string onto the drug? A bow is a knot. And therefore, it's awesome from Kshina and Shabbos. I'm going to ask a contradiction between Abon and Abon. Okay, then I was getting a bit carried away with um, this case of the drug. That we said before, Abon said that if you have a, a, a string that snaps on a drug, then you have to make a bow to connect to the shop, to, to connect it. Says the Gemara that we have a contradiction to that. That now I'm learning a person is able to tie a drug to a well, the pisco. Pisco is a um, is a um, is a, uh, a pisco is a, is, a, is like a is, a is a very thin string. It's a type of string that's not it's not the usual string you use for tying drugs to a, a well. So therefore, since uh, since you anyway, Master Shabbos, you're, you're going to look at your well and you're going to see that there's an irregular string over there. So therefore, you're for sure not going to leave it there. So you're able to, I want to say, you're able to tie this string, a string, not a rope, a string to a drug of Shabbos, because Matzah Shabbos, you're going to take it off anyway. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, 
it's a, a, a more of an expensive string. Since it's a more of an expensive string, so you don't waste it on using it to tie um, drugs to wealth. So therefore, you, in your mind, you're for sure going to take off Matzah Shabbos, and therefore it's not going to make Kasha Shakayam, because the knot you're making now is only going to be for a few hours until Shabbos is over. That's all if it's with a pisca. Pisca is a certain type of string, which is more expensive. You can't tie it with a chab. You can't tie it with a rope. Why? Because a rope is more of a stronger string, and it's less expensive. And therefore, you're going to leave it there. And since you're going to leave it there, it's us. It's going to be a katastrophe. It's going to be us. And it's going to be um, there permanently. And therefore, the knot that you made is a permanent knot. And the katastrophe on Shabbos is us. That's Tanakam's opinion. But if you hold the matter, you hold the mutzi. Even with a chab, even with a rope, it's mutzi tata. Okay, I think Mara's going to ask in a second. We didn't finish our question. We're holding the other question. We're just trying to figure out what the case is. Which type of string are we talking about? This string that Abana says it's us and Rosh says, which string are they talking about? If you tell me it's a normal rope, it's the regular rope you use to tie the, the, the drug to the well. So that doesn't make sense. Because if you're the matter, how can it be How can it be there? How can it be there? say it's mutter? Kasha Shakayamu, the value it's a kashashakayama. You're for sure going to leave it there. It's a regular string to, to tie to tie uh, drugs with. And therefore, how can we say it's mutter? So we can't, we can't say that the Mishnah is talking about a regular rope. So what's in the Allah? Shita the Gardi. You're talking, it's, it must be. You've got a Chabal the Gardi. Chabal the Gardi is, um, is a, is a uh, I don't know how you call it, a, a, like a, uh, um, a sewing thread. It's a thread that you use for knitting then, or sewing. It's more of a thicker thread. Thread. And this is what they're arguing about. That what? That Abhuda says that it's mutter. Why? Because the Chavah, the guy did a sewing thread. No one's going to leave a sewing thread um, to, to, to leave it by as well. He really needs it for sewing. So the builder says, as soon as you're going to put it there, you're going to remember, Matzah Shabbos Tariq to take it off. And therefore, it's not going to be Chazah Shakayam. But God's the Rabban and the Chavah, the guy, the Atu Chavah, the Alma. But Rabban say it's us. Why did Rabban say that maybe if you're going to be matter? To use the chav of the gardi, you're going to use this this sewing thread. You might eventually come to use a regular thread on Shabbos. And if you use a regular thread, it's going to be us. From here we see that what that even though there's two types of thread. Remember, going back to the case of Rabbanon being matter to you to tie a bow on Shabbos. So we answer the reason why Rabbanon matter to tie a bow on Shabbos is because a bow is a different type of knot than a regular knot, and therefore you're not going to come to confuse them. So we see Rabban on hold when it comes to different items. We don't, we're not, you're going to confuse them. So over here we have a clear contradiction to that. Because Rabban would say you cannot use a sewing thread on Shabbos because you might come to use a rope. Now, a rope and a sewing thread are two types of thread. What's the difference between a, why, why, why is a um, bow different to a knot any more than a sewing thread to a rope? So when it comes to the case of bows, I want to say you could tie a bow because it's not similar to a knot. And you're going to confuse them. When it comes to tying a thread, which type of thread you could tie, tie a Javis? So the, we, we Abana basically say any thread is usher because any thread you might come to use a rope. A rope. So that's a contradiction. So I think in Ropes, you can get confused between this type of rope and a different type of rope because they're all different ropes. And the they have a different um, image of a rope. One is a song rope, and one is a normal rope. But when it comes to strings, everyone could get confused between different types of strings. But a bow and a knot don't get confused. Why? Because a bow is a different type of knot than a knot. 
when you're tying a knot, you're tying a knot, especially but a knot has to be, you're tying a strong thing, a bow, you're tying it in a different way. We're not cheshish, that if you're making a bow, you're going to want to make a knot, because if you're making a bow, you make it for a specific reason that you be more loose, and it has a different image to begin with, so therefore, we're not cheshish, you're going to come and use one for the other. Says the Gemara. Okay, that's we're gonna stop over here. Um, at the bottom of two lines from the bottom of Vidavim Aleph. Questions? <laughs>